What's up, guys? Welcome to Broke and Stressed, a PT student podcast where we talk about our lives as broke and stressed physical therapy students. Throughout grad school, you'll come to find that the struggles that you're having happen all the time to thousands of students across the country. You are not alone. This podcast will share our personal stories and walk you through how we overcame some of our own struggles. I'm your host, Ruben. Let's have some fun, have some good conversation, and let's get into the episode. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to Broken Stress. It's been a hot minute since we have we've posted an episode. It's been a while. Um, been on a kind of content hiatus here, but we're we're coming back with some good stuff. And we're starting off today with my with my homie Robbie T, uh, joining us as a guest. Um, so Robbie, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? You guys, hey everybody. Um, I'm Robbie Tolentino. I am a first year physical therapy student um, in my second semester at Turo College in Manhattan. Um, I did my undergrad at the University of Illinois at Chicago, where I studied um, kinesiology with a concentration in exercise science. Um, but yeah, I'm just in my second semester, really just uh, riding this wave of spring break right now. And yeah, just having a good time. There you go. Are you, you're on spring break right now? I am, yeah. So this whole week we've had. Um, spring break. So we have one week full of spring break and then we resume classes this Monday, um, oh, Easter man. Monday. Okay. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And then Robbie, I know um, one of my traditions on the podcast is to share a fun little embarrassing story or moments from PT school. And I know you just started, but do you happen to have something and come to mind? Yeah. So um, I, I've actually had a couple of embarrassing <laughs> things, but one that comes to mind would definitely be um, when I had a physical therapy um, interventions practical final, and um, <laughs> so what we had to do in this in this practical was we had to um, do some transfer training with our lab partners, as well as gait training with like an assistive device like crutches, any sort of crutches, and um, stair training, gait training, and transfer training, and then at the end of the practical we have to write a soap note about the whole thing, right, and so obviously in self notes, you write everything very professional, right? And um, you sign your name at the very bottom, like, you know, Rob, you told Tino, blah, 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 blah. And I didn't tell my classmates this because I would get roasted for this, but I spelled, I was, I spelled my name wrong <laughs> on the soap, on the bottom of the soap note because I was so delirious and tired from the whole day of labs. And man, yeah, so I spelled my name wrong. I'm like, God, this isn't happening. I didn't get any points off for that, but I got points off for, um, uh, my legibility of my signature wasn't good <laughs> and that was another story on its own so oh my gosh you got points off for that yeah I got points off for that which is pretty surprising um how did yeah. the note go overall how would you rate it 10 out of 10 oh my my soap note was was perfect chef's, it, it had to be kiss. chef's kiss for sure yeah okay um yeah it went pretty well other than me not writing my name right <laughs> yeah for sure but I can I guess I could preface that with saying like we had a whole day of labs. We had, a, you know, no, didn't eat the whole day. Okay, um, that's fair. Yeah, you know, I was feeling a little loopy at that point. Of you didn't eat before an exam? Yeah, so um, the practical that I took was a practical that I had to take that I was supposed to take a last semester. But because I was an out-of-state student, I had to leave early because they pushed that practical back because there was a snowstorm. And so my flight was before the pushed practical date. And um, so I had to come back the next semester, um, taking that practical, and then, uh, you know, I just didn't plan things correctly. And so, yeah, it's all right. It's a good all right. time. 
<laughs> no worries, man. And then for you guys, uh, new watcher or old watchers and listeners, um, so FYI, I am. You might have noticed we're going through some uh, budget cuts here. I'm not using my fancy camera and my fancy backdrop. You know, uh, having some issues at Broken Stress Productions. So uh, just forgive me for not having all my equipment up to date. And Robbie, um, he's in his lounge of his apartment. So if someone asks him to <laughs> put on his masks, just uh, you know, we got, got some, got, we got some stuff got going strapped on. Strapped up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're ready. Okay, so. Robbie, why don't you tell me a little bit about why you chose PT? Yeah, so um, I guess for me, for PT, um, I've been a very active person growing up. You know, I love I loved to play any sort of sports, in particular, I played basketball growing up. Um, so in addition to being active, um, I also love to, like, converse with people, always, you know, get to know people um, and just sort of help people. I feel like um, all those, you know, three aspects sort of accumulated and um, and I found that PT was sort of the right fit um, for me. But I guess in terms of like the genesis at which I was interested in PT um, was probably in like 2011 when Derek Rose had that ACL injury back in the day. Oh, man. <laughs> man. And then so at the time I was probably a 2011. So I was probably in high school, a sophomore, whatever in high school. And I had no clue what it meant when someone tore their ACL. So I'm like, oh, this is so interesting. I'm like, you know, you know, thinking about it first, I'm like, oh, you know, give him a couple of weeks. He's fine. You know, Derek Rose can, you know, pull through this in a couple of weeks with the ACL tear. And then, um, so that was sort of like the first uh, sort of um, idea of physical therapy to me that when it, it was introduced to me. Um, and then that sort of snowballed into sort of getting working in clinics, you know, getting observation hours and um, sort of that thing. And so, you know, that was the first instance um, but yeah, that's pretty much sort of how it came about. Nice. And then why don't you tell us a little bit about like your journey of how you got to PT school? Like you started off undergrad with kinesiology. Um, and then what was the whole process of that? And then getting to where you're at right now? Yes. Yeah, so I started my undergrad at UIC. Didn't do the best. <laughs> um, so I, I, I wouldn't say I was the best student but I wasn't the worst student. And so I guess for me, you know, coming out of um, undergrad, my GPA um, wasn't the best. It was probably like a low three. Um, and so I guess after I graduated um, undergrad, uh, you know, I, I thought back to myself, like, man, I'm in a big hole right now. Like, what am I gonna do? Um, you know, like, how can I get it to where I wanna be? Um, but so I was actually listening to this podcast and I, I, I totally forgot what the podcast, who even it was about, but um, he pretty much said, uh, hold on just a second, I'm kind of figuring it out, just a second. Um, he said, uh, shoot, what did he say? You might have to cut this out. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, hold on just a second. He said, shoot, 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 shoot. I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now. <laughs> Um, I guess we can just go to the podcast part, <laughs> yeah. um, but pretty much, yeah. So as I was saying, um, you know, I was in my degree, I had no idea. I, I had no direction. And, uh, so I had to get observation hours. I had no observation hours. Um, I had to retake three, four classes after undergrad. Um, I think I retook chemistry. 
I retook um, anatomy and physiology two. I retook statistics. Um, I retook, I think those are the big three that I took. Mm-hmm. Um, so after undergrad, so I did that. And um, so I applied to schools in the fall of 2019. Um, I applied to with 15 schools. This is my first time applying um, at this point. Yeah. And I knew, I knew that in order for me to be able to um, be successful as an applicant, I knew I needed to apply to a lot of schools. I knew I needed to apply out of state to increase my chances of getting in somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so I applied, <clears throat> I applied to like 15 schools. Um, and so out of the 15 schools, I got whitelisted at seven of those schools. Mm-hmm. Right. And so uh, at, I want to say in January is when I got my first like whitelist offer, just a waitlist. Um, and then as the months came on, you know, January waitlist, February, another waitlist, March, another waitlist. I'm like, Oh Jesus, this is, we know what's going to oh, happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and then this is, you know, sort of the, the, the start of COVID as well. And so, oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, maybe one of these schools are going to take me like, come on, you know, this is going to happen. And so at this point I'm like at four waitlists, you know, uh, made rolls around another waitlist, uh, and then I want to say, and I, I'm going to set the situation here for when I found out I got into school. <laughs> okay. Paint us a so, picture. Paint us a word picture. I'll, I'll, like, I'll like paint a movie. You. Yeah, exactly. So um, it's July at this point, and a lot of the school's start dates have already started. Um, and maybe at this point, three of the schools, two of the schools are left in terms of my waitlist um, schools yeah. that start in August. And so... Um, it's July. I, I'm like, at this point, I'm not going to get into school. <clears throat> so I bought the GRE, um, a goosh for like, you know, 200 bucks. I also redid all my applications. I, I paid for a lot of the applications already for the next cycle for 2021. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, uh, what else I did? So at this point, it's August. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm done with all my essays. I'm done. I'm in the midst of studying for the GRE that I was going to take the next week. And so I get a phone call from uh, this random number and it had just an unknown, unknown caller. I'm like, so I, I drop it. I'm like, it's probably like, you know, a warranty call or some sort of like, you know, car warranty thing. And I'm like, all right, drop it. And then maybe 30 seconds later, I get a voicemail. I'm like, all right, what do these people want? you know, you know, I'll check it out. I see the voicemail and it says, hi, this is Donna for whoever from Turo College. Um, we saw that you know you're on our, you, you are on our wait list. We would be excited to offer you um, a position oh. if you're interested. Let me remind you, it is August 17th. This is two weeks before the start date of this school. <laughs> and I'm in Chicago and this school is all the way in Manhattan in New York. And I'm like, ah, oh. like I, I had a moment of just like, clarity no no clarity straight up just you know being scared being excited so many emotions went by yeah dude yeah and so you know as soon as I got that call I called my mom first of all and I also my my friends who were working from home at the moment um in our in my apartment in Chicago I knock on the doors I'm like guys guys I just got into school I got into school and you know what's funny is that I actually re-signed my lease in Chicago (laughs) 
Dude. like you know a couple months before i did before i got in so like everything was just like pandemonium and um uh what is it so man so the next the next two weeks were without a doubt chaos um dude no kidding yeah yeah and so i had to sort of figure out um like financial aid stuff where i was going to be living in new york uh what else just like you know making friends out there not knowing anybody out there um, but I did have a saving grace and that saving grace was, um, my uncle who lived in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And for those who really don't know the tri-state area, um, you know, you got New York, you got Connecticut and you got New Jersey. And my uncle lived in Jersey city, which is like 45 minutes away from Manhattan, like bus ride, train ride, depending on what you're taking. Um, and yeah, so he was my, I stayed with them for this, for the first month to make sure things went smoothly in my transition. I was able to stay with him. And luckily in, in, a, in a world in the pandemic for school, you know, there are a lot of classes aren't online. I mean, I'm sorry, are online yeah, and, okay. and not in person. And so mm-hmm. um, it was easy for me to be able to take classes in Jersey and being able to go um, to school one, once, a, once a week, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. um, so that was like, that was the most, definitely the saving grace is my uncle being able to live in Jersey, me being able to live with him for the first month. And, um, and after that, for the first month, I, I moved in my apartment, um, sort of in the, in the heart of, of, of New York. And so it's, it's been a crazy ride. I'm happy where I'm at. That's so crazy, dude. I was, it was insane, but I'm, I'm, I'm happy with, I'm happy where I'm at right now. And, um, I'm lucky to have, you know, good friends out here and, yeah. yeah and stuff like that and so mm-hmm. yeah dude you freaking made it <laughs> yeah I can't, I can't even imagine like yeah you did get accepted but yeah by the way you have to get here in two weeks <laughs> two weeks <laughs> you gotta figure out living situation like gotta move all your crap oh like, yeah it was, it was yeah. um uh, so what i did initially was i had a big luggage and moved out there for the first day of school and then my parents actually drove oh, um, wow. a couple weeks later to drop off like some like, you know, big stuff, big bulky yeah. stuff that I need, you know, like desk or, um, you know, bed or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, but, uh, dude, <laughs> it's yeah. crazy, man. Oh my God. That was like, must've been a crazy, crazy two weeks. <laughs> it really was. Mm-hmm. That's awesome that you figured it out, man. And then here you are, right? Yeah. Second semester. Mm-hmm. So talk to me a little bit about how classes are going. So most of them, were online and then it seems like you're doing lab stuff obviously practical stuff now this semester how's that been all going with how are they handling it with the pandemic etc yeah so our first semester um we had in-person labs um once or twice a week depending on the weeks yeah but everything mostly was um online Mm -hmm. and so you know for with with online classes you know you have it's like a double-edged sword right it's like you, you're able to not commute and you're, you're able to be in the comfort of your own home. Mm-hmm. But at the other end, you know, you won't be able to see your classmates as much and you won't be able to have that, you know, sort of yeah. camaraderie with, mm-hmm. with the people that you see every day on Zoom, which, is, which, which isn't the same thing, you know what I'm saying? Because um, I'm, sure, I'm sure with you and your class, I'm sure you guys are super close, you know, yeah. you're able to see each other every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do that, but not, you know, not as much, you know? Yeah. It's kind of crazy. It's like we had opposites. So like we started for me, we all started together. And then 
we all went online, obviously, because of not only clinicals, but with classes being switching to being all online. And the last time we were all together, my class was like March of last year, like in person oh, yeah. all together. But you're kind of yeah. the opposite where you're kind of starting off online and then you're weaning more closer to being together more so, which is kind of cool. Yeah. What, what, what I expect for it to happen is maybe in my second or third year, um, I feel like they're going to transition more into in-person, you know, with the vaccine rolling out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of just depends. I'm fingers crossed because I do like being in person and I do like <laughs> seeing my classmates and being able to like, you know, bond with them. And of course, you know, every man, time, yeah. yeah, every time like we're with each other, we're, um, whenever we can, we always try to make the most out of it, you know, whether it be going to a bar or just hanging out. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause a lot of the, a lot of the students are actually from Jersey and not even from New York. A lot mm-hmm. are from like, you know, farther parts of the tri-state area and they yeah. got to commute in. So mm-hmm. kind of just, you know, just depends, I guess. Yeah. Are you one of the few that are from like a farther, like a different state, like completely? Uh, I, um, so I think for my class is a small class. We have 35 people. Mm-hmm. And um, I think of the 35 I want to say six or seven are from out of state. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I'm the only person from Midwest. There is a multiple um, California natives. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think what else. I think one Colorado, one West, West Virginia, but everyone else is from New Jersey or New York or Connecticut. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. For sure. And then what classes have you had so far? Like, what have you, what have you learned? Pop quiz. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've learned a lot, honestly. So our first semester, we had anatomy, which is a separate class, physiology. Yeah. We had a physical therapy intervention class. Mm-hmm. We had an education class. And then we had to, um, what else? Oh, we had a birth through middle adulthood and like developmental psychology sort of class. Yeah. That was, that was the first semester. My second semester right now, we're taking a clinical medicine class, which is kicking my ass. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm taking what else? Physical therapy interventions too, which we're dealing with like modalities and stuff like that, which is really cool. And being able to like work with modalities and understand why we're using them. Yeah. You know, because as an as an aide, you like when you're in the clinic, you know, PT is like, oh, can you get me a hot pack? And you're just like, yeah. oh yeah, I'll, like, sure. I'll pick a hot pack. <laughs> but, you, but do you do you know why we're getting a hot pack? You know, we, mm-hmm. a lot of times as aides, you don't really know why you're doing what you're doing. Exactly. So it's really cool to be able to see things in action. You know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? Yeah. So I'm taking that, a physical interventions class. Um, I'm taking uh, an exercise physiology class. Mm-hmm. What else am I taking? There's a big, oh, kinesiology. Um, like sort of the, uh, the, the basis of a lot of, of what we're going to be doing. Um, and I think that's it. There might be one more that I'm missing and I am blanking on the last one, but um, those are the main ones. I think the, the, the two big kahunas are clinical medicine and kinesiology are, yeah. are, are the two big uh two big ones mm-hmm. so how have you adjusted to being in grad school versus like being at uic like at on in yeah undergrad? so it's um it's different <laughs> it's been yeah it's so different it's it's different in so many ways um i think for me in undergrad i i wouldn't say i have half-assed things but I didn't do my best and that's only because I, I will I say worked. the same for myself yeah, right? <laughs> um I I worked full-time as an undergrad so being able to study and being able to you know work full-time and juggling those two things 
And honestly, I don't know how you did it as a grad student, but as an undergrad student, I did it. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it made things hard in terms of studying. And, and, and now, now as, as a grad student, I'm not working full-time or even part-time. I'm just focusing on school. Yeah. So in terms of being able to, being, being a grad student is, has been pretty, pretty seamless so far. Um, I, I'm glad. I, I've run into no problems yet, but in terms of the workload, obviously grad school is no joke, like mm-hmm. by any means. Um, I'm yeah. sure you can attest to that. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, like the, in terms of the workload, it's crazy. Like I have to be able to study every day, um, being, knowing what to study um, and being able to be as organized as possible and making sure things are you know checked and being mm-hmm. able to be on top of your game because it's all about passing his classes, man. And Oh, absolutely. And, yeah. So would you say that you've like matured from your undergrad habits to be in grad school and like you're, yeah. Oh, I, I, I definitely think so. I think, um, I, I built bad habits as an undergrad. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a grad student, I've been able to build great habits because I have such a good support system around me. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone sort of keeps each other in check. And so, you know, when we have an upcoming test or if we need some sort of help, um, we're always one text away or one message away. Um, and also habits in terms of, uh, like my health, I've been able to have a healthier lifestyle, um, being in grad school, which is very surprising. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, in what way I'm, is it healthier? Um, man. So like being able to be organized, I would say, mm-hmm. um, has made me a healthier person, um, in many ways than not. Um, I mean, I've been able to go to the gym more, which is very surprising <laughs> um, as a grad student. Um, and being able to sort of uh, know what to do on each day, have a checklist and sort of, uh, you know, being able to put everything in line to do, execute things every single day. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's, it's, it's sort of, that's sort of my thing, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And do you feel like you have a good handle on like your school, like personal life balance, like trying to take care, do what you need to do to take care of yourself? better than yeah I I'd say it's it's I think it's different for everybody but for me I've been able to sort of uh have a have a balance between the two in terms of uh exercising studying um like a little bit of a social life okay I can't say I have a big social life but you know (laughs) we're 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 in the middle of a pandemic still and Mm -hmm. like you know I I do have friends out here but you know we got to be as safe as possible yeah Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like uh, I, I've sort of built good habits where I've been able to balance everything together um, mm-hmm. as a grad student. And hopefully like, I can sort of keep this train going in terms of, of, uh, of a healthy lifestyle. And so, yeah. What would you think was the biggest thing that helped you turn that around? Was it like the social support you think? Yeah, I'd say the social support was, uh, was a huge factor um, in, in being able to be a successful grad student. Um, because as a, as a DPT student, no one, it's not competitive. It's no one's out to get you yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. whatsoever. Everyone's, it's always a collaborative effort amongst all my, uh, all my classmates. And so um, I would say that was a, a huge factor in, in, in being a successful grad student because um, all 35 students, all wonderful people, um, everyone sort of brings something to the table um, in terms of, you know, their input in a subject which is amazing. Like my, my, my class is super diverse. 
And I'm sure that. that's yeah. consistent with a lot of programs. Um, yeah, so it's it's good. Everyone sort of brings something to the table, whether it be their insight of when they work in pediatrics or if someone, you know, did CrossFit back in the day, they have some sort of input on that. Or, you know, one of my classmates is a huge like marathon runner, like she knows what she's doing. Um, yeah, so, I mean, things are going uh, great in terms of being able to have that social support. For sure. And then what was this I saw about you having class on a Sunday? <laughs> yeah, so um, my school is a Jewish school. Turo College is a Jewish school. And we don't have school Fridays because Fridays is, from what I understand, um, Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to speak too much about what it is because I, I don't have much knowledge about it. So instead of having school Fridays, we have school sometimes on Sundays, oh, okay. depending on the lab it. day. Got it. So okay. they, they don't treat Sundays as like a universal like off day. They have Sundays for uh, classes for students okay. instead, of, in, instead of Friday. For sure. Yeah. For sure. It, it, Sunday, a class on Sunday should be illegal, but you got to do what you got to do. Relaxing know? day. That's my That's day to saying. catch up on all my classwork. That's my <laughs> All my procrastination exactly. happens on Sunday night. <laughs> That's so true. Speaking of procrastination, I have, <laughs> I have a project due. When's it? Presentation is due Monday. Have I started? Oh, it? I have not. Are you are you are you in clinicals right now or no? Not yeah, yet. I'm in technically. So there's a weird situation with my clinicals. But long story short, yes, I'm still in clinicals. Um, but I'm gonna be going for a couple more weeks. Other than my my classmates already completed theirs, but some stuff happened, so I have to keep going for a few more weeks because of COVID. Um, and I'm simultaneously gonna be doing our four last four weeks of capstone classes. So oh, we have a bunch I... of like presentations and like a couple lectures and like class discussions to go before we're done. But yeah, other than that, we're pretty much done. That's that's insane. It's crazy. I remember. Man. I remember. I remember when uh when you got into school. I, I either Instagram or some sort of social media post I saw, and man, that was like the, the beginning. And now you're here. That's Dude, like that's, crazy to me, man. Isn't that crazy? It's really crazy to me. It's like <laughs> it blows my mind. I remember being yeah. in that in those shoes of like, dang, am I really? I because I my GPA wasn't that great either. Um, I was like, dude, how, how the heck am I going to get into any school? So like I did what you did. I applied to like a million schools to increase my chances. I did whatever I could, retook classes, um, retook the GRE. And I was like, bro, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to get in. <laughs> then do one fateful day. I was reading my emails, got in. Did you, and, did you get into multiple scores or was it, was it just UIC that you got into? It was, a couple, it was multiple, but okay. I did get waitlisted to multiple as well. And then some just never got back to me. <laughs> yeah. Like a lot, is, a lot, you know, for sure. Definitely. That's, that's great. A lot. I, you know, there, a part of me wishes I got into a school in Illinois. I got waitlisted at like one school in Illinois, mm-hmm. but like another part of me is like, man, it's kind of cool being away from, you know, where I grew up and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and yeah. So, I mean, have you been to New York before? I have, but like I visited, I never, I've never lived here before. Yeah. Like I was, I was here one, I was here one, uh, weekend for like a basketball tournament, um, well, that was in Queens. That wasn't even in, uh, you know, meant like the the city city. Um, yeah. But I've been here a couple of times, just you know, just visiting family okay. and things like that. It's yeah, kind of weird how yeah. I'm, I'm in New, New York. Yorker now. <laughs> You're like everyone. You have an accent <laughs> the slang, now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the slang here is like pretty funny. Like really? Um. Yeah. Like uh, I'm trying to think of a something I would say. Like 
how would you say <laughs> how would you say it's cold outside it, it's cold outside <laughs> why like so like yeah so like i'm walking down the street and my friend was like yo it's mad brick outside I'm like, what the hell what did you say <laughs> what to me? did you just say and i'm like he's like oh it's mad brick i'm like it's mad brick what does that i love mean? that he's i'm like, gonna start saying that and i live in chicago <laughs> illinois i'm gonna start saying that <laughs> yeah so it's like the 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 uh accents are pretty funny not the accents but more just the lingo is funny the lingo yeah do you have an accent to them do you have a chicago accent so yeah i asked them the other day and they're just like no we don't think of an accent but like one of my classmates who's from california like uh her her accent's like you know efficient efficient in the, in the sea of sharks like you know who you know who's who like you have yeah. her talk and you have a new yorker talk and then you have me talk <laughs> And you could tell who's from Calif- uh, from the West Coast and who's from you know East Coast and yeah. the Midwest. Oh my it's god, it's kind of crazy. crazy. <laughs> what other lingo? I'm gonna write these down, dude. Oh man, there's there's a good uh, dude. I'll get back to you on that one. But there is some like funny funny lingo that when I first heard him, I'm just like, can you say that one more time? I I couldn't catch you that one time. <laughs> All right, I think I ask you the most controversial question that might get us a lot of backlash, but uh Oh yeah. Chicago pizza or New York oh, pizza? I get I'm not participating. Roasted. I'm just going to I'm just going to let you oh, talk and I'm just going to I'll gonna... say this with my chest. I'll say it with my chest. Okay, here Chicago we go. pizza all day. Every thank you. Day. Okay, thank you. All right. So all right, cool. Every, <laughs> I get crucified whenever I talk about deep dish pizza with my classmates because they think a deep dish pizza is like just a pie and not pizza. And they don't think it's good. And then I'm here saying that, man, this tastes so much better than that small $1 slice that you call pizza. Like that stuff, it's tasty, right? But it's not like, if I want a meal, I'm going for a deep dish. If I want a snack, I'll get that small $1 slice of pizza that's sitting on a corner that's been under a lamp for the past two hours. Yeah, I'll take that. But, uh, and you've told your classmates this and you yeah, have on it? They get super tight about it. They just get so mad whenever I talk about deep dish pizza. I'm like, I'm gonna say I'm gonna represent you know, Midwest you gotta rep. pizza all day, every day. <laughs> okay, for sure. And then I gotta ask you, man, how does it feel to be part of the vlog squad? Dude, I I what made so, you want to start doing it, dude? Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm glad you asked. So, um, I I guess I could talk about my my initial interest in videos and like the sort of the genesis behind it. Um. So back in the day in 20, 2012 or whatever, maybe earlier than that, my brother, shout out to you, Ray, um, he made YouTube videos um, about the Chicago Bulls and about just, you know, Chicago sports and everything. Yeah. And he got millions of views. Like, oh, I kid really? you not. He got like a million, like every video he posted, got like 500,000 views, a million views. Like, it was crazy. That's and wild. I'm like, I'm like, well, this is, this is crazy. Like, how are you doing this? You're just like a seventh grader doing this stuff. <laughs> and, and, um, so like, if you can do it, maybe I can, uh, make videos. And so wait, was, was it just like highlights, of, like music videos, highlights? Yeah. yeah it was, it the, was Derek Rose the... highlights. Oh, or dude. it was straight up. Yeah, those, like, those get a lot of views. Yeah. And, but, uh, unfortunately a lot of his videos got, um, got deleted and YouTube ah, had to like delete no. his channel because of, of, of copyright issues. Copyright. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but I guess that was the initial interest in terms of vlogging. Um, <laughs> so I came across your videos um, before I started PT school. I remember I messaged you. I'm like, Hey, Ruben, 
you know, I just started watching videos. I'm, you know, this oh, is yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> and then I also, you started making, I started watching your videos. And then my friend Joe Chi, um, he also went to USC. I'm not sure if you know who he is. I've, he started making, sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah. He worked at the rec center. Um, he was like a referee for a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. He um, he was doing vlogs as well about his life. And I'm like, man, Ruben's making videos. Joe's making videos. Like they're both making dope, you know, content that I like, you know, maybe I can make something like that. Or maybe yes. I, um, and so in, in, in this 2021 year, I, I decided to buy a camera, you know, for Christmas and my family got me a camera. And I guess this big thing in 2021 is just sort of, just sort of capture, uh, you know, memories and, and sort of being able to get, you know, something out of my day and, and being able to compile those things in, in, into a vlog or some sort of video. And, you know, if, if I get one person to laugh, one person to get something out of it, whether it would be PT, whether it just be, you know, just insight on, on life or anything like that, mm-hmm. you know, sign me up. Of course I'm going to do it. That's so cool. Um, whether, you know, I'm not, I'm not big on YouTube at all. I only have 25 subscribers, but, um, Bro, I'm one of you know, sure <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Um, yeah. So, that, I mean, that sort of sparked my interest in being able to make, you know, content. I don't know why I put quotes around that. But I make content and sort of just like being, being able to express myself and being able to sort of, um, um, do things my own way yeah. and uh and yeah so I've, I made a, I made I've made one vlog about PT school so far mm-hmm. and like one vlog about um just being home for the holidays and being with family and friends and stuff like that um but yeah I'm excited to make more videos I actually have um a video coming up I just gotta edit the whole thing because it takes a little while yeah but I have clips in my in my camera I'm ready to go there you go um, dude yeah I'm just excited how time consuming is it for you? I feel like for me personally, it was, it was kind of time consuming. Yeah. I was going to ask you it. Like, so for me, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to, you know, take your camera out in the middle of class, you know, yeah, I feel class. so awkward doing that. Dude. And being, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like in your videos, you're super natural, but I mean, for me, um, uh, it's, it's not time consuming in terms of, you know, recording it. It is more time consuming being able to know what clips, what to do to, like what to what use to oh, yeah, yeah what to record like what's important in the, in the day like am i am i going to record somebody doing some like you know self myofascial releases in the corner there or am i going to record someone doing i don't know some modalities and using a you know heat and cold pack over there like what am i going to do you know so yeah um it kind of it's kind of difficult to find what is uh record record sorry like vlog worthy essentially mm-hmm. um and yeah i mean editing is also a big portion of it too and i was gonna have to ask you like uh how time consuming was it for you to be able to vlog slash work slash be a grad student slash everything dude i don't know how i did it if i were to look back people thought i was crazy and i probably was um i definitely think i mean that's why i've been on such a hiatus i've been like kind of burned out <laughs> so be careful of that but um <laughs> No, it was really time consuming, but I think I was always, always school first guys. Like, you know, if you go into this kind of thing of vlogging, podcasting, whatever, just doing other things, school first, like you only get one shot with school once you're there, you know? Um, but yeah, it was, it was fun. And I learned a lot through it. My videos got better and better as time went on. I got more natural with the camera. Um, how do you feel about talking to a camera and how do you, how do your <laughs> classmates react 
to are they like because mine were like dude what are you what, what are you doing like, why are you recording me <laughs> yeah like what are you doing um I think for me like in terms of talking to the camera I'm always going to be awkward when it comes to talking in front of a camera and I don't know if I'll be able to hit that hump yet in terms of being not awkward because I'm always I'm fucking awkward hilarious man. <laughs> I was watching your videos again this morning I was dying uh, hold on hold on y'all I gotta I'm gonna interrupt you real quick to show the audience let me share let me share screen I'm gonna pull this up for sure Please pull it up. <laughs> All right. This is, is this going to show up on the recording? I, I hope it does. Cause, bro, you see it? Yeah, I see it. All right, bro. This is my favorite. Wait, no. Is this my favorite part? Guys, there is no. Oh, right feeling. here, bro. Right here. RIP. Then here it comes. <laughs> Bye, Pastor Robbie, bro. Vibe, vibe check. <laughs> vibe check. We passed the vibe check on this one. Yeah, this, this is what keeps me sane during during the week is being able to dance in my room by myself, man. <laughs> okay, guys, you gotta make sure you right, subscribe to this, man. Hold on, I'm gonna make sure right there. All right, <laughs> make sure, dude. Oh my god, I think that's one of the things too. Is like you have you guys have fun with it. Oh, for sure, yourself. Definitely. You're stressed all the time in school, so why the hell not do something that makes you happy? And that, if someone I, I, I totally enjoys agree. it, then yeah. Yeah, I, I think because I'm not working, I think being able to, you know, uh, you know, record and vlog is sort of my hobby out here. Because you, you, you know, I can't really be outside and play, be playing basketball because you know we're still in pandemic, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, or you know, just different things to do outside. So in terms of being a a conservative choice vlogging is a very conservative way to sort of uh, have as a hobby you know what i'm saying um and so yeah I'm, I'm i'm enjoying it it's a good time uh uh i think we're talking about you know what what my what are my classmates think about it i think they enjoy it i mean who knows uh, <laughs> um i think i feel like i'm that guy now in the class we're like oh he's he's got the, with the camera uh Robbie, he's like, Robbie, get these, get this on camera. Like that's, it's those type of things where like, Oh yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I, I, I think they enjoy it. So I'm just keep riding the wave, you know, capture moments along PT school, along living in New York and, and just, you know, living life. Yeah. I definitely think you should, man, especially yeah, moving to an entirely different state. It'll be fun to look back and document and be like, damn, once, once you're practicing PT, like, yo, this is, this is me in PT school. Just, miserable studying dancing in yeah. my room you know <laughs> i think that was friends. sort of the biggest thing is like uh being able to see myself like in 10 years or like 10 years down the road or whatever or sorry 10 years in the past like let's say i'm you know working as a pt i'm like oh this is what i was doing you know well, I, this, I was having a good time at this moment in my life you know just like being able to create memories and and just uh you know things like that yeah because i i mean i i watched some of my old original like pt school vlog videos and it's just like whoa i remember <laughs> that that's yeah that like two years ago that's crazy what made you want to vlog do you want like this you know same thing capture memories you know do that sort of same exactly thing? capture memories i had a thing for like i like talking to cameras for some reason and just you're like supernatural you know. with it <laughs> thank you man thank you it's just like <laughs> it's fun it's like yeah. i want to just have fun um and i'm like why why not vlog in, in pt school um i follow a lot of like fitness vloggers and then i'm like what if i turn that 
and to put that into PT school, like, and then maybe yeah. someone will get something out of it. And actually it's been cool because people have like reached out and like said, I mean, like you too, like you watched some videos, you got some, some something out of it. And then yeah, I'm sure definitely. like in the future, like someone will reach out to you and be like, yo man, dope video. I like loved watching it. I learned so much. Like yeah. has that already happened to you? Um, I, I got like one person to be like, Hey, like your videos, uh, uh, you know, it's sort of, uh, is making me want to, to vlog and want to be able to, um, there you go, dude. It's, uh, it's yeah. So that's sort of my, my, my goal in life is just to be able to inspire people and being able to like, uh, you know, excite change or whatever. Like one of my like, uh, life mottos is to galvanize. And I learned that word from like a GRE, like study voca- <laughs> like vocabulary list i remember and, learning that yeah yeah and so galvanize means to excite or to inspire and so that's sort of like my one thing in life is just to be able to galvanize and being able to uh you know just inspire the people before me people after me people you know the same you know presently so it's just that's really what i'm trying to do man so yeah man you're 25 your subscribers in yeah i'm right there man yeah, I'll, I'll, pl- I'll plug your i'll plug your youtube don't worry i got you <laughs> Appreciate everyone listening you, anyone listening on audio or watching the video make sure i'll put his link in the description too so you guys Appreciate gotta it. do it make sure to throw him some likes all right um, oh also um mm-hmm. sorry sorry if that cut you off there no, i good. remember the quote that i forgot in the middle of this vlog or middle of okay. this uh, podcast perfect so what the quote it? is it, this quote really inspired me in terms of uh being able to do what I needed to do and this quote was every person has two lives right the the second life starts when you realize you have one life it's kind of weird right like think about that I'm trying to wrap my head around that yeah so every person is every person has two lives the second life starts when you realize you have one life so that's sort of uh, excited um, my head like oh, man, I gotta do what I gotta do I can't be bullshitting time I got I gotta be you know on my stuff you know what I'm saying so yeah yeah that the quote's very confusing and I had to yeah, think I'm about still it trying to seconds. wrap my head around it dude I'm just like, <laughs> I've been out of class for a little bit so like <laughs> the numbers are churning right now <laughs> yeah. like have you seen yeah, that yeah. meme with um with the guy from hangover when he's in doing yeah, all the calculations all the that's yeah, me right now dude <laughs> no that's dope man i'm glad that you're like inspired to keep going on Um, yeah definitely and i'm glad that you didn't let all those wait lists like slow you down yeah i think i know it's an easy thing for people to get all discouraged and stuff but you were already in the process of applying again you know legit i was on i didn't actually i didn't submit my applications i like i had all my supplemental essays all my my personal statement was ready to submit everything was just ready my mind was set on going to school in 2021 and I'm uh, yeah, just things played out. The wait list is, is such an uncertain, uncertain um, idea. And I guess for anyone listening out there, man, is just, if you're on a wait list to any school, you know, whether it be OTPT, you know, any sort of grad school is just never give up, man. Never give up. Never uh, always have that in the back of your mind is that I'm going to make it, you know, it's going to happen. You know, you put every, you know, put your put work in every day, being able to have a plan, being able to sort of, uh, you know, just organize everything and, you know, you're, you're going to do it. You know, you're, you're going to, you're going to get to that finish line. Just a matter of what school says yes. Um, there's so many factors that play that played into my acceptance 
I think a big part of my acceptance was definitely, uh, you know, the pandemic. I feel like people were trying to leave New York at this point, you know? So I feel like for me, like, uh, that was sort of a big thing is people were trying to leave. They said, hey, let's, let's get the Chicago kid in here. And yeah, so. It's true, man. I'm sorry if I was smiling. I was, like, I was hearing Pac-Man noises. And I'm just like, yeah. So, so spitting, I'm in. You're spitting some knowledge, and then there's Pac-Man going on. So yeah, some my loungers and there's like a Pac-Man thing. There's a oh, pool table. There's like skee ball. There's a like a flat screen TV that I'm not using right now. I just I'm in this crazy environment right now. <laughs> That's so funny. I was just like, hey, you're spitting some serious knowledge. I just heard waka 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 waka. <laughs> I wish but I yeah, could guys. show you guys my view, but uh, the, the rooftop's not open right. Yeah. Oh darn. It's all good. But yeah, guys, like, like you were saying, don't like give up. I was ready to keep applying over and over again until I got in, like, you know, just fix what you need to and, you know, just, just get back up and do it again until you, if you really want it, you'll get it. I, I concur. That was, that's a huge thing is just be able to push and keep going mm-hmm. and um, just, uh, you know, keep your head on straight and, and uh, keep going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then what, uh, do you have any last final words for anyone that's in school right now or applying or anything like that? Any final tips, Robbie T? Oh man, final tips in terms of in school or like applying to schools? Let's do both. Let's one do one for each. Okay, so I guess for applying to schools, um, you know, GPA isn't everything. Um, that's by, it's, it's a big part of an application, but it definitely is not everything. Um, and I can attest to that. Um, so um, in terms of as, as a pre-PT applicant, uh, definitely, you know, be as well-rounded as possible. And, 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 and by that, I mean, you know, get a variety of observation hours, um, whether it be pediatrics, whether it be if you're able to do like sort of inpatient, you know, some neuro if possible, some obviously ortho is a, is, is a very uh, seamless way to get observation hours, you know, pelvic floor, all that kind of stuff. Um, but also in, 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 in conjunction with that, um, being able to volunteer, not, not just at a clinic, but volunteer at a, at a shelter, being able to, to show who you are as a person um, and just being different, man. And, and I think that's a big, a big reason and a big, a big part of uh, a, a successful applicant is to be as well-rounded as possible. I know it's very cliche to say, but it's true. And um, <clears throat> it's, it's why so many people get into school who have uh, you know, lower GPAs, you know, and so being well-rounded and being uh, more than just your GPA, essentially. Good stuff, man. And then for anyone yeah. that's in school right now, I know you're just man. started, but like, what, give them some tips. <laughs> tips, Robbie T. Uh, for, 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 for people in grad school right now, whether that be OT, PT, um, I would say um, just to, just to breathe, you know, grad school is in every word in every meaning of the word marathon it's it's not a sprint if you if you study and if you do everything eight hours a day you're not going to get anything done it's you have to do everything it's small months every day um and you'll, you'll get to that finish line but you need to be able to you know manage your time as wisely as possible um yeah don't think of pt school grad school as a sprint it's a marathon do a couple things or you know some things every day and you'll be successful that's that's definitely what i what i would say good tips man 
All right, my guy. So thank you for hopping on the podcast today, man. I'm man, sorry we had a lot you. of reschedules on, on the wakes to get this we going. Had, we, had, we had the biggest game of cancel tag, but I'm yeah, glad that we were able to do this. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, man. I'm glad. I appreciate you for having me. Um, yeah, appreciate it, man. All right, and I'd like to thank the viewers and listeners for tuning in, and welcome back to Broken Stress, and we'll be giving you back more content in the next few weeks. All right, later, guys. Thanks guys for tuning in to today's episode of Broken Stressed. If you enjoyed the podcast, make sure to smash that follow or subscribe button to get notified whenever new episodes are released. If you want to connect with me on social media, you can find me on YouTube or Instagram. Thanks again guys for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.